0: Okay. When I so was a kid, welcome I was back to young another young. episode of Social Media Revivalist, where we get to hear how Christians online are bringing a real world revival. And today, today, I'm so excited. Today, we have <laughs> my friends who we kind of uh, have a funny long story going back. It's not that funny, but like we met two years ago, at least, at yeah. least. And uh, and they're here in the studio. They're gonna share a little bit with us about. Who they are what they're doing um, and so before we before we dive in do me one favor if if there's anything that you want to do for me this is the one thing um, I don't care if you like I don't care if you subscribe although it won't hurt um, but if this is helpful if you enjoyed if you're inspired if you thought that this was um, something that is worth sharing I would ask share it with one friend um, post it on your story do whatever it is that you want to do but uh, would love to, to have this be shared not because we just want to get a ton of shares and a ton of views, but because I get fired up when I hear people living out their life for Jesus. And, uh, and so why not get all of us fired up and uh, see what happens from there? So that's that for you. I'm so excited. Today in the house, we got my friends Ben and my friend Matt. And uh, before we dive in too much more, or before I start asking questions... What's up, guys? How
1: are you? What's up? What's up? (laughs) So excited you guys
0: are here. This is going to be incredible. So uh, can you guys just tell us a little bit? uh, We can start with Matt. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are. um, Give us a little bit of your story. And then Ben, you'll share a little bit as well. So Matt, take us
2: away, bro.
1: So my name is Matt Bruno. Um, I'm 22. I live in New Hampshire. Um, I've been a musician my whole life, and I've been a Christian my whole life, raised in a Christian household. Um and basically my you know, I grew in my faith throughout my teen years. I would say when I was I was fourteen is really when I started to take my faith really seriously. Um, as well as music around that age. So pretty early on with that I just decided I wanted to, you know, use music to express my faith and to bring others to God. I didn't really have many opportunities with that until I got outside of high school in college, um, and that was around when I got close to Ben. So I've been playing drums with Ben live uh, ever since around then, and I'm now a youth minister at my church in Rochester, New Hampshire, and I'm leading worship there, and yeah. Heck yeah, heck Heck yeah. yeah. There's that little backstory, these guys actually played worship, they literally, I think probably like easily the best band we've ever had, like easily,
0: not even a question, the best band we've ever had come
2: in, you guys killed it, it was
0: so so good, I think back to that weekend all the time, so. Yeah, Praise thanks, God
3: for man. that. Yeah, yeah man. Amen. All right, Ben. Oh. Tell us about you. Yeah. So, I basically, same thing as Mac, except for drums, it's singing. So, that's just rewind and then listen to what he had this no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um <laughs> No, I also grew up in a, in a Christian home. My dad was a pastor. Uh, I found a love for music when I was about four. Hmm. I started playing drums. And uh, I think it was around five or six, I, I found out that I could sing like the Jackson Five.
2: Santa
3: kind of thing. Um so that really sparked an interest there. Um but it wasn't until I was about 10 years old I had picked up, you know, saxophone, piano and a little bit of writing whatever uh and I was at a Jeremy Camp concert uh in Lexington, Massachusetts. And uh I had to stand on the pew to see him from the from the audience cuz I was so short. Still am. it's all right. Um <laughs> too, but I bro. I turned to my mom and I said this is what I want to do. And uh She was like, what's that? And I said, I want to change people with music Mm. because that's what I saw him doing up on stage. And it's funny because little did I know at that point um, that before I was even born, my mom prayed that exact thing. Mm. Um, When she was pregnant with me, she prayed that I would grow up to to touch people for Christ through music. Um, And so I'm sure, you know, in that moment, it was crazier for her Mm. to hear her 10 year old son say that. And it's like I didn't even know and that, you know, it's 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 biblical even to the sense of I knew you before I formed you in wow. your mother's womb. It's yeah. like even before I was living on this earth, God had something set apart for me. Mm. And uh that's that's really cool. So so yeah, since then I've I've been writing. I started writing when I was about nine. Mm. Uh wow. and yeah, it's been about twelve years of writing music, which is crazy to think about. Mm. Um but yeah, hopped on this journey and um, haven't looked back. So
0: good, <laughs> so good. And in case you can't already tell from uh, what you're hearing Ben's voice in this video or audio that recording, you can tell that he's a singer just by the way that his voice <laughs> is projecting right now. It's insane. So good. That's funny. That's so good. Uh, and guys, so like as musicians, obviously, um, being online is a huge part of being a musician because how like, yeah, word of mouth is huge, but also promoting it to a larger audience. Um, the, the online world, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, or just things like Spotify and Apple Music and all those things, uh, it's huge to be on there. And so uh, both of you have a social media presence and uh, it's been so cool to watch both of you guys grow in that and, um, and also like really like hold on to the things that, you believe in of like hey I believe in Jesus and um, I'm doing this for him and you both are very vocal about that and you're very clear um, online with that and so tell us a little bit about what this journey online specifically has been like and um, how you've seen got work through it um, but yeah just I, I'm leaving it at a, at a blank slate just tell us a little bit of that story. I'll let you go.
1: Oh, you let me go? Okay. Um, Yeah, so I've been, you know, (laughs) it's funny. When I was younger in high school, like 14 is when I first was really getting social media and getting into it, and I was very vocal back then to the point where, you know, it would come down to all my opinions. I was just super vocal about it, and I would get a lot of flack from people, you know, just people that disagreed. And what's different, I think, between now and then is that back then – I didn't really know how to defend it all that well because I was still learning myself. So it kind of, you know, it sent me back into the opposite where I would really just keep my mouth shut um, and not talk about my faith or anything. Um, but as I kind of grew older and grew in my faith, um, I felt more confident to, to talk about my beliefs. I was learning the theology more and um, it, it turned more into I'm not afraid to say what I believe. I don't like to pick fights or anything, but i I'll say what I believe, and I do you know I've had experiences of people messaging me that are you know whether they're blatantly atheist or whatever it may be wherever they're at um i I've got into big conversations with them, and I've had people say you know that they were really considering becoming a Christian, they feel like they you know they feel like they can kind of hear God in their life and they were just perceiving it other ways, which is really cool you know um i I feel like I'm only at the beginning of that I want to move that further. But, um, that's kind of what's motivated me to not, you know, stay silent because especially as, you know, you say like with social media following, you know, I hate to make it like numbers, but I think about, you know, I watch my Instagram followers rise in numbers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's like about 1400 people, which may may not compare to to other people, but that's 1400 people. And how many of them could I, could I help, you know, find Christ? So I try to think about that and and just incorporate that into what I'm posting and what I'm portraying myself, portraying out into the social media world. Yeah, that's awesome, man.
0: Thanks, bro. All right, Ben. So, ben, uh, ben, I'm excited to hear your story as well. If you don't know i'll just tell because he's he's such a humble man just look at this man he's so humble <laughs> oh.
3: ben, <laughs> Ooh, i don't
1: know about I'm the that, most humble actually. person i know bro that's <laughs> <laughs> so moses said um he might not tell
0: you this but i'll tell you this ben ben had a video on tiktok um blow up is is an understatement um got over like seven million views um talk er, he, he put out a new song If you haven't heard it yet, I don't know what you're doing, but you got to go here right now. Just pause this video and come back in like 60 seconds Um, or maybe a little longer because the song is a little longer than that. (laughs) But it is so good. Uh, And Ben really just released the chorus of it uh, in this video. And people were like crying listening to this song i remember i still i sing this to myself often and I, I, I don't even i don't even like have this experience the song is called did you call me last night and uh and now i'm married and i still sing this like my wife my wife is in bed with me and i still say oh did you call me last night it was all my mistake oh my anyway okay I, I talk too much but but ben ben um has an incredible presence on social media as well um and ben it's been a journey for you because um, it's not like you just started you've been doing this yeah like you're saying you've been kind of writing music since you were nine and so tell us a little bit more about the whole journey and um especially more recently in the past few months what's yeah. that been
3: like uh I, I will firstly comment on that it <laughs> was funny um when the video blew up um you know you're gonna get a lot of stuff a lot of things coming from people yeah. good and bad mm-hmm. um but i remember the specific comment i saw and it, i just found it so funny And said oh so now every tick tocker thinks they can just make music oh. and um Ow. i was just like you know mm. i didn't reply whatever mm. but inside i was like i've been doing this since i was nine years old like yeah. i only just got tick last year you know what yeah. i mean so it was like this thing in me and i was just like come on now oh, um but that's whatever. It's besides the point. But, um, yeah, I, I find that back in high school, uh, I, I loved the idea of and I was brought up again in a Christian home mm-hmm. where everything you do is for Christ. Everything, you know, he's at the center of it all. And hopefully people will see that. Yeah. Um, and so in high school, you know, I did my best to, to preach Christ and share who I was as a, as a Christian and whatever. But I wasn't living that life mm-hmm. like whatsoever. Um, you know, I went to church and I, I never lost my belief in Christ. I always believed that God existed and I always knew mm-hmm. that, that heaven existed and there was life after death and, um, and the consequence of, of sin and everything. Um, but there was a point, especially in high school in my life, where I would preach it all I wanted, but I wasn't living it. And I found that to be um, more detrimental than anything, you know, in, compared, in, in comparison to remaining silent. You know, uh, when people see someone preaching the word of God, but not living the word of God, that can really that's that's a dangerous place to be. Um, and that's where I was. And so it was, you know, looking back, um, I thank God for everything because he, he has blessed me and through the, the good and the bad. Um, but looking back, it's like whew, I, I, I still don't know how much damage I did. You know, I'm sure it was a lot. Um, but my perspective changed. Um, kind of leaving high school towards the end of high school um, where I hit this block in, in writing and I just couldn't write more music. And I, I've, you know, written probably over a thousand songs by now, like just co- constantly writing music and whatever. Um, but I hit this block where I'm like, I I don't want to write a song that has to have the name of Christ in it. But I felt wrong for feeling that way. You know what I mean? And so I looked inwardly. And I looked upwardly because, again, I was raised where everything you do, let it be in Christ, you know. Um, And so I hit this point where I'm like, I want to write about someone I like. You know what I mean? I want to write about hanging out with my friends. That doesn't directly talk about Christ, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so, again, I looked inwardly and I looked upwardly. And I I remember I found this interview with John Foreman from Mm -hmm. Switchfoot. Mm -hmm. And the interviewer asked him, he said, so you guys are a Christian band. And, and John Foreman was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, well, you know. And so John Foreman replied with, um, he said, we are Christian guys that make music. Mm-hmm. He said, the Bible tells us we're supposed to glorify Christ in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Driving your car, getting groceries, everything you do. And I'll, I'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he came to it where he's like, if, would you go to a janitor and say, so you're a Christian janitor? He's like, No. You wouldn't. Yeah. So why is it any different mm-hmm. for a musician, for a singer? You know. Um, and so after hearing that, mm-hmm. I really again just it, it took some time to think about it and pray about it, and I I came to the decision that I no longer wanted to be a Christian singer. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a Christian that sings. Yeah. And I I truly believe when you when you read you know a lot of what the Apostle Paul wrote, and you know that's how we are as as Christians. We're supposed to live is just. Yeah, he's put us here to do things, but they don't have to be labeled as who we are. Mm-hmm. Who we are should just seep through those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I came to that point, um, and I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, write music. And yeah, there were plenty of worship songs that came out of that, and there were plenty of songs about someone I love that came out of that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but in it, I, I always prayed, okay, God, if I'm going to be doing this, I want people to hear it, know me, and know that Christ is in it even if the name of Christ isn't mentioned, because again, I truly believe that that's how we're called to live. Um, I love, I love to use this analogy, uh, in the Bible, they talk a lot about being a vessel.
1: Um, I was just going to say that (laughs) I always,
3: I always like using a pitcher of lemonade because we always have a pitcher of lemonade in my fridge. I don't know what it is with my mom, but I've always got that pitcher of lemonade. I can, I can know whenever I open the fridge, it's there. Um, But the Bible didn't call us to be a spoon or a fork, right? It didn't call us to be a plate. It called us to be a vessel or a a pitcher of lemonade. Mm. And it's to the the effect of we're supposed to be filled to the point where we're overflowing, Mm. correct? So you picture this pitcher of lemonade on the counter, right? And it's one job is to be filled and then pour into other things. Yeah. That's not even our job. Hmm. Our job is to sit on the counter and there will come a point where there's so much Christ in us that it overflows. Now the floor's covered. The counter's covered. Everything's covered. And we didn't even move. We just Mm. sat there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so God gave me that revelation. And I'm like, we've we've taken so much time out of our lives, especially in Western Christianity, Mm -hmm. where it's like we have to do, we have to do, we have to do. And all Christ has called us to do is be Hmm. like Him. Mm -hmm. And in that, you know, He uses it to touch people. Um, So rewind to about a little over a year ago. All right. Um, I was, yeah. (laughs) I was was just really in a place. It was February or March. um, And due to COVID, I lost out on four festivals and two tours. And I was just, like, devastated. And it wasn't devastation that was grounded in I lost my job or... I lost the opportunity to get up in front of people for me it was grounded in this is my calling Mm -hmm. this is my destiny and i just had it stripped away from me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and so i remember strictly i was driving home and this song by elevation worship have my heart came on Mm -hmm. and literally the whole song is you can have my heart Mm -hmm. that's the whole song and so i'm sitting there crying out to god i'm like god my destiny was just ripped from my life what am i supposed to do now and um he slapped me in the face and he said i don't need festivals he said i don't need tours Hmm. i don't need songs i don't need concerts i just want your heart
2: Hmm.
3: and um i was like wow i mean again we're human beings and you can ask matt i'm probably one of the the craziest people he knows when it comes to having visions like if I could build a floating city I would like I want to just do and just I always have huge huge and that's how we are as humans and so there I was in that place and ego is all get out I, I lost my stage you know what I mean yeah. and God's like bro I want your heart yeah. and I was like Phew. and so that again was last year and it just kind of built up And that was on top of this place that I had just recently entered into of um, another just God completely corrected me where I was just kind of feeling lost, right? And I'm like, God, you know, I know you want to use this music thing. And, you know, I know you want to put me in front of thousands of people. And I know you want me to blah, 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 and and do this and and whatever. And I was just rambling. And he just said to me, and again, I remember it clear as day. He's like, he's like, Ben. You've been so busy chasing my plans for you. You've given up on chasing me. Mm. And I had to think for a second. Because in my heart, right, I was right. Mm -hmm. In my heart and mind, I was right chasing the things of God. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to glorify you. I want to get thousands saved. I want to use this gift that you've given me to flip the world upside down. But I wasn't reading my Bible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't praying every day. And so God just again slap me across the face he does it a lot because I need it a lot <laughs> and he's just like you've been chasing the things of me my plans for you you've given up on chasing me you know and I, out of it came this this nice little quote you guys can put this on your Instagram story it doesn't matter if we know about tomorrow no 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 hold on rewind you <laughs> can cut that out it doesn't doesn't matter what tomorrow holds Cause we know who holds tomorrow, oh, wow. and so I it's like actually
1: have that on my wall. But you know, oh, you can still so steal so someone it. else has come up. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> yeah. But you can still steal it. That's fine. So, so <laughs>
3: that's the, again. I was so worried about what tomorrow held. I was forgetting about who held tomorrow, mm. and it's like the same the same guy who made the stars for us to just look at. That's yeah. it. Just to look at yeah. the same guy who created us and breathed breath into our lungs. Which that in in and of itself is scientifically ridiculous also holds our future you know and a lot of people love to and I love this a lot of people love to misquote for I know the the thoughts that I think towards you says the Lord mm. people love that especially Western Christianity mm. they love that oh I know what God thinks of me plans for a future and a hope and but the verse following after is like if you if you, no one loves to read that. Yeah. Because, and, it, and it says, if you, you know, contend with the Holy Spirit. And if you are with me daily. And if you, you know, and it's, it's talking about, if you are following me and close to me, these are the thoughts that I think to, I hold your future. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so people, people get so caught up, in the, and I'm just saying this because it's where I was, in the idea of what we're, we're supposed to be used for, for God. Mm. You know, and our only purpose is to just know Him, Mm. know Him, and be filled, be filled, Mm. because then we're overflowing. It doesn't matter whether we're cleaning floors in a school or we're singing to 100,000 people. The same thing is happening. Mm. We're overflowing with Christ, you know, and so that, you know, leads me to what what has happened recently. Mm. Um, I I wrote the song back in October, Mm. and it's so funny when I wrote it. The next, that day, I showed it to Matt, and I said... (laughs) <laughs> and I won't go into the story behind it, and but I
1: said to Matt, I'm like, imagine if this was the one that popped off. <laughs> so, something in me when you said that, I was like, mm, this, this could be the She's one. He's <laughs> like, it could be, you know, and, and
3: that was the conversation we had. And it was yeah. a joke, you know, we were just like, and I was just saying about how ironic it would be if this was the song that, that whatever. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I had spent a whole year of, of God stripping away everything that I was leaning on. He mm. stripped away my tours. He stripped away concerts he stripped away the love of my life he mm. stripped away friends people that you know things that i was finding comfort in mm. ignoring god in the same in the same place and so he stripped all of it away like, I'm, te- I'm telling you everything wow. just stripped it away and he's like now what you know and so I, and, and that was all of 2020 all of last year mm. and, and he used covid to do that mm-hmm. um in in a few in a few ways um And so here we are, fast forward to to 2021 in January, that video popped off, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, a part of me was joyful because if you had, like, I had another video just like a week ago about door dashing and chicken tendies, Mm -hmm. and it got like over a million views. It's at like 1.7 now. That doesn't get anybody anywhere. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, to me, that's just dumb. And I, you know, I could go into that for, for decades, but. Um, so for me, it was just like, finally a video that displays who I am and what I've created is popping up, you know? And I was excited. Um, and it was just, and I I told you this before we hopped on here, like I've, I've never believed in coincidence in the kingdom of heaven, you know? And so God chose that video. Mm -hmm. God chose that song for a reason. Would I have ever written that song? If five years ago I was like, no, I'm writing just strictly worship for the rest of my, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and what came with that is the realization that God can use anything. Mm. And I'll, I'll, you know, circulate back to that video. I stayed up till like three in the morning that night, the next night, and probably the next night, replying to comments, you know, just like, thank you so much, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Um, and so two weeks later, the Friday that the song drops, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my email and I had an unread email from two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's this? And I click on it. And it's like, hey, ma'am, I'm from South Africa. And he said, you might never read this, but I figured email is probably the best way to reach you. Mm -hmm. Um, And he told me, he said, a couple weeks ago, I was on TikTok. And I was planning to take my life. Because my friend had just taken their life a few months back. Mm -hmm. And he said, I was planning to do the same. And I was in a hopeless state. And then all of a sudden I got a notification Ben Lane responded to your comment wow. and he said that's that stopped me from taking my life now this is what I'm talking about
0: goosebumps I don't <laughs> right? <laughs>
3: right? I don't even I don't even remember what I said to him it might have been a very simple thank you bro mm-hmm. like but that thank you bro was lemonade lemonade yeah. overflowing from the pitcher yeah that's all I was doing thank you bro mm-hmm. lemonade and that touched him, and it changed his life. So I, I read this email, and I'm like, Phew. I'm like, who is this guy? And so I uh, I reached out to him. I think I found his TikTok, or I found it, whatever. And I said, can I call you? I said, because I'm not responding to that via wow. email. Wow. I said, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. I said, can I call you? He's like, yeah. He said, let me just load some money onto my phone. And I was like, wow. okay. Uh, is there a better way to to do it? He's like, no, oh, I can load money. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, well, what about like Facebook? He's like, oh yeah, we could use Facebook, sure. Yeah. And um, so I called him through Facebook. You know, fast forward a couple minutes, he tells me it was gonna be $16 a minute for him Jeez. to talk to me. Oh, wow. And he was there loading money onto the phone just Jeez. to just to talk. Wow. So long story short, I call him up, and I'm like, bro, you have no clue like how that touched me. Mm-hmm. We ended up talking for two hours straight. Mm-hmm. This guy just opened up and, and just opened up. And finally it led to me being able to preach to him I said do you know God he's like yeah man he said yeah I grew up and I just preached I'm like listen bro I said there is nothing on this earth that is going to heal you from what you're dealing with I said I'm not going to pretend I know what you're dealing with because I don't I've never lost someone like that I, I can't pretend I can't put myself but I know for a fact that you can search this earth near and far you can go from pole to pole east to west, and you will not find anything that will completely heal you but Christ will he will and he wants to and he and so i just preached to him just poured out and again you know we're still talking we still talk you know weekly mm-hmm. uh, incredible guy so i want to meet him someday <laughs> i got to i got wow. to um but that just leads back to you know as christians especially western we're, we're we're like oh my gosh i need to do this i need to go you know start a bible study i need to post this many scriptures a week on my instagram story i need to like no 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 mm-hmm. Because none of that, high school Ben wasn't doing anything. Mm. Mm -hmm. High school Ben was hurting people Mm. deeply Mm. because there was nothing behind it. Mm. If you take that, you pull it back, and you just live, now everything you do is changing lives. Everything. like A simple hello to someone at a grocery store, the Holy Spirit just comes out and touches them. You don't even know it, Mm. but it's because you're focused on Christ, Mm. not what you can do for Christ. Mm. And so that's You know, leading to your question, (laughs) that's been my whole approach with with this in in music in general is I would much rather people know Christ by who I am than what I say. Do I still post stuff? Yeah, Yeah. of course I do because it's who I am. You know what I mean? But I'm not going out of my way to post stuff to make sure people hear and learn from me because I'm imperfect. It's not about what Ben Lane can teach people. It's about what is coming from Ben Lane and what is inside of Ben Lane, which is Christ. You know, and so for me, it's like I pray that people listen to Did You Call Me Last Night and they feel something they've never felt before. Mm. It's just a love song about a missed call. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But God can feel anything. And if you don't think he can, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, bro. You know what I mean? And so that's where the, the type of approach that I've decided to go is I'm not putting Bible verses in my bio. I'm not you know, making these huge things. And and am I still putting out Christian music? Which, again, I hate that. Because songs can't go to the altar and get saved. That's Mm -hmm. not a thing. Mm -hmm. Am I still putting out songs that are about G? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely I will. Because that's what's in me. I'm putting out what's in me. But my mission isn't to do. It's Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. and just let God do. Mm -hmm. Because if if we think as humans we can do more than what God can do through us, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, bro. Uh Like, that's... That's a dangerous place to be, Mm -hmm. and I was in that place, Mm -hmm. and that was not good. It was not a good place. So, yeah, man. (laughs) Crazy, dude.
0: Yeah.
2: Thanks for sharing all that. Amen. Yeah, that's so good. Wow. Man, I'm just going to sit here
0: and process for a second. It's so good. That's so good. Because I need some uh... (laughs) Yeah, you drink
1: some of that. Yeah, I don't think that was all Ben Lane talking there. Yeah, right? Right, Amen to that. No, No, no. the only thing I was thinking, you know, when you were talking is – I don't remember exactly well, I guess it was just the comment with the 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 guy who was suicidal yeah um i I always think back to mostly in college because college is when I kind of grew a lot of self confidence and I kind of feel like i was I was being known as like the really positive upbeat guy all the time, and people would always ask me like why you know like why are you so you know you're you're a music major you're supposed to be so like stressed and because that's that was the environment there at, at, at my school was just like everyone is like oh so gloomy and you know it's like how do you do it and obviously i was beyond stress because it was college and i was busy but i i would that's that was kind of my chance to be like well it's because of god it's because of my prayer life Amen. i wake up every day and i read my bible and i pray and that's what gets me through my day mm-hmm. when i'm i i get my test back and i got a bad score or something I just I give it up to God and that's that's just what keeps me going in the day. Yeah. So that's kind of where you know that's where you can find more authenticity I think and I I totally like I see what you're saying yeah. with the the Bible verses and stuff and on Instagram. And the only thing I would say to that is like at the same time if you're if you can make that authentic and you can make it like Correct. you know what this verse in my bio means something to me yeah. and this was there for me. So maybe it can look like to some people yeah, okay, he's just throwing a but then right. maybe you look it up and yeah. hey, wow, okay, that means something to me. Yeah. So I can see both sides of that. But. Yeah, just to
3: be clear. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. If you've got if you've got a verse in your Bible, if you praise God. Yeah, you know great. what I mean? Because sure. God can use anything and he will and he does. Mm-hmm. Um just that was my own personal conviction. Mm-hmm. Is who am I to mm-hmm. do that kind of things when I'm not even living the life yeah. that those things preach? You know, yeah. and, and the Bible specifically says they will know you by your love. He didn't say, they will know you by your actions. Mm -hmm. They will know you by how many verses you post on your story. You know what I mean? He said, they will know you by your love. And what that ultimately means is they will know you by God inside of you because God is love. If If you truly have Christ inside of you, you have love. True love. Agape love. Like, true love inside of you. And if that can be expressed without actions or words, that's beautiful. Mm. Now, I come from a non-denominational church. Like, I grew up street preaching. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm all for that. Mm. Like, I, I'm all for being crazy. And, I mean, we had guys locked up for street preaching. Like, I'm <laughs> talking, like, real stuff. Wow. I'm all about that. But, again, there's a there's a balance there. And I, I personally, my own personal conviction is if I can be love, mm. if I can let God just do what he does through me, mm. then I'm I'm set. Like everything, everything else, every Bible verse is just a cherry on top of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I had this kid approach me and it it was weird, man. It was before any of this happened. And we were just at this like worship night and he came up to me and he he didn't even really know me. In fact, I don't even really remember who he was, Mm -hmm. but he came up and he was like, he said, God wanted me to tell you um, that when people listen to your Mm -hmm. music, they they will hear heaven. Hmm. He said it doesn't matter what the music consists of in a balance, you yeah. know. You can't sing a song about coke and people <laughs> like <laughs> that's you know. Yeah. But he said there will be a spirit. God is going to put a spirit on your music mm. that when people hear it they feel God. They yeah. hear heaven. They yeah. feel his presence. Mm. And that was probably August-ish. Oh. Um and then fast forward to october is my birthday and i told myself for my birthday i want to go to the beach which is my favorite place on earth mm. i want to go to the beach and i want to spend however however long god wants just with christ mm. god this is your year kind of thing mm. and so i was on the beach walking back and forth and um just listening to worship music just praying and praying and praying and god said this year i'm going to make you an usher into into my courts and usher into my presence and you know at that time i was like what does that mean you know what i mean because everyone again as humans we want to know what our purpose is and it that's that's all i got from that whole day because again i i said god this is this is my 21st year on earth i want to dedicate it to you Mm -hmm. i've never done that and i'm going to do it every year from now on like because it was it was powerful just Mm -hmm. being able to start another year of life with christ and giving it to him but he told me i want to use you as an usher now an usher is someone who directs you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. someone who bring when you think about an usher at a movie theater or at a theater in general they're the ones who bring you to your seat to see what's about to go down you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i'm like what does that look like and then this song in that video started popping off and i'm like what better way to be an usher for christ than to be given a platform that isn't Jeremy Camp Mm -hmm. or Michael W. Smith, Mm -hmm. but as an individual, you can lead people to Christ, Mm -hmm. be an usher Mm -hmm. to his courts. And it just kind of full circle, you know, and it normally doesn't happen that fast. God's turnaround is not usually that quick, so don't count (laughs) on it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, But yeah, it was just cool for me because again, that gave me peace in knowing that, okay, it's okay for me to be doing this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because as Christians... And especially with my upbringing, it was very easy for me to be like, I mean, th- this song is nothing about God. That's not good. Mm. How am I going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, God was like, I'm going to use that. Mm. And he has, and he, he's going to continue to. Yeah. And it's that's that's cool. That's huge. That's exciting.
0: Yeah, I think that's so cool. Ben. And I, I wonder, you know, I think this is probably, it comes as an encouragement to a lot of people who, Maybe feel the way that you felt for a long time, like you know, I, I love God. I'm a Christian. I, you know, I'm, I'm convinced that this is, this is something that everybody needs to hear about. Um, and so, you know, maybe logically in their head, it's like, okay, well, if that's the truth, then I've just got to speak about like that's the only thing that I have to speak about. Uh, but the real the reality is like God actually created. Like he is a creative God and he has given us the ability to be creative and to have fun and to enjoy things that are not just like, I'm going to sit and read my Bible. I'm going to sit and preach. I'm going to sit and pray. Like God literally created the world in a way that like we can glorify him by enjoying what he has created and by uh, enjoying good music and by enjoying um, things that might not necessarily be like, I'm like praising God as I sing the song, Mm -hmm. but like, this song, it's not, it's not like tearing me away from God, like these, this music that you're writing, that's like not Christian music, yeah. you know, like, that <laughs> is doesn't, it, is it not Christian, right. yeah,
1: when you say that, it makes me think so much about being a drummer because mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a drummer, that's what I've done my whole life, I grew yeah. up with my older brothers playing drums and that was all I wanted to do, I wanted to be in the marching band mm-hmm. at my school and then I wanted to, you know, and I always wanted to be a touring drummer, like, mm-hmm. from going to my first concert, I'm like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then of course, as I said, like I, I taken my faith more seriously. Okay. So what can I do with that? And I never really thought of like being the, a drummer in a Christian band until, you know, I got close with Ben, mm-hmm. but then it's like, I think about it even still. Okay. I, I'm drumming, but I'm, unless I'm singing along, mm-hmm. am I really worshiping? And I thought deeper about that. And it's like, well, really I'm, I'm a part of it. I'm a part of this thing that's happening. That's glorifying God. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's all together. Everything between us being together and the audience and everyone with us, the church singing with us, it's all part of it and making it happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want to make it beautiful for the Lord. So that's kind of, you know, that, that kind of brought that alive for me. And it makes Mm -hmm. me just more, more serious about when I'm, when I'm drumming, you know, whether it's with Ben or wherever it is at church or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just more serious about what I'm doing because, I I I think about how I like I th- so the way I think of the world, and I think I think Ben has mentioned this before too. But it's like how God is kind of always painting. Mm. You know, it's like a, a just a, a ongoing painting in in the world. It's it's we all have our own free will, mm. so everything is kind of happening in real time. But He knows what's going to happen. Um, so it, you know, along with that, it's like that I I'm I'm a part of that, and I don't know exactly where I was going with mm. that, but. You know what i'm that's saying no, but yeah. oh what i well what i was gonna say is that um but but i think your dad said that too it might have been your dad who said that too yeah me, but but about how um you know when you're when you're drumming uh, yeah that's what it was he saw a drummer and he was like man that guy is worshiping yeah yeah, I mean yeah. That. and that's so that really just changed my perspective on you know um and it just connects to with being christian music well You know, I'm not singing, but I'm drumming, but I'm, I'm part of it. So I kind of just try to apply that to everything I do in my life.
3: There was a time where we, uh, I'd say close to a year, almost every Sunday we were at a different church Mm. leading worship Right. and, um, which if your church wants us, no, (laughs) (laughs) um, we're free, (laughs) but no, yeah, there were, there were some Sundays where, dude, I'd look at Matt and he was worshiping harder than the congregation Yeah. and he wasn't even moving his lips. You know what I mean? And it, it's because, again, Western civilization mm. takes words and they apply actions to them. Mm. That's not—worship is not that. Mm. That's a form of worship, mm. lifting your hands. And, and I, that's my favorite form of worship. Sure. I do it every day, yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But worship is so far beyond that, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to touch on something you said about uh, the arts mm. and just God, God being in, in multiple different places. And, and like you were saying— um, I really feel that God wants to take back the arts. I don't know if fully. I'm not going to speak for him, you know. Um, But my mom always reminded me, Ben, remember who created music? Mm -hmm. Satan. Like, he was the lead lead worship leader in heaven. Wow. And his Mm. head was, like, huge. And he went, well, maybe I want to be God. Like, it was music that did that, right? Yeah. And so... You look at the music industry and, and i've had so many people like ben just be careful yeah. be careful mm-hmm. my response to them is the secular and christian industry are no different in behind the scenes yeah. they just wow. aren't and I, like they aren't like I'm, I'm talking from experience you know what i mean yeah. um but you know music was created to worship christ yeah. it was created to worship god that's mm-hmm. what the angels doing 24 mm-hmm. 7 that's mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing mm-hmm. you know But the devil twisted it. And here on earth, it's been twisted ginormously. Um, But I believe, I truly believe that God wants to take that back. Again, fully, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying everybody's going to be singing, you know, worthy is the lamb Mm -hmm. on radio. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? (laughs) But you look at people like Kanye West, who, is he a true Christian? Don't ask me. Because I'm not going to tell you that you are or not. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. not my place. But the fact that this man who was known, for being a vulgar psycho, for lack of better words, now and this is coming from someone who loves him. I yeah. mean, I, I I really do. Yeah. The fact that he dropped an album called "Jesus Is King" yeah. is like, like even even if even if that didn't go anywhere, you had a, a household name now. Jesus is King. Yeah. I mean, because that album popped off. Yeah. Even even though it wasn't reviewed crazily, it wasn't. Yeah, of course had, it wasn't. <laughs> you had Americans going around just uttering the words, Jesus is king. Yeah. That in and of it, in, and in the the content of the album was crazier than anything I've ever heard Carrie Jobe sing. <laughs>
2: right. Like,
3: right. Uh, yeah. it convicted me. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I remember looking up the statistics, hmm. and it, one of the songs mentioned Jesus, the, mo- the most Jesus has ever been mentioned in a, in a mainstream <laughs> song. Wow. More than Lecrae, more than, you know what I mean? Wow. More than these mainstream people. Yep. Um, And so, again, is Kanye West an incredible individual? Mm. I'm not here to tell you whether, you know what I mean? But the fact that God is using him like that, Mm. I mean, I've seen Kanye West give altar calls more than I've seen churches give altar Mm. calls. And I've been around. I've been to a lot of churches. I lead worship at a lot of churches. And I mean, the fact that Kanye West is giving altar calls Mm. and they aren't, that's got to tell you something. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like his mission if not anymore, at one point was to get people saved. Yeah. And it, look at Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Most of his most recent music, you know, it's not, you know, Worthy is the Lamb, sure. But it's got more Christ features in it. And I you know, not to whatever, drop names or whatever, but I, I know that his next album he really wanted to be driven by Christ mm-hmm. and the idea of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I'm stoked for that. Yeah. Is, it, mm-hmm. is it gonna be a worship album? Probably not. But it's definitely gonna have more, you know. Um, more of a, a genre leaning towards God and Christ yeah. in, in the mix and if you look at the cover it's justice and the T's bigger than ever it, it's a cross you know yeah. you look at it so yeah. again just these little victories yeah. and it just tells me that, that God like you said he wants to use more than just the church and the four walls within it Mm -hmm. is the church important yeah Yeah, yeah. like i'm a pk Mm -hmm. absolutely like you better get your butt to church every sunday (laughs) like hello you know what i mean but does god is god bigger than just that service Mm. way bigger Mm -hmm. and like if you want to confine him to that space it's a dangerous place to be because he wants to be used in so many different other areas Mm. you know And, and that really leads to i think revival and i i think you know, I tell people this all the time. My generation, our generation, was raised by a product of the Jesus People movement. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jesus People movement back in the '60s, '70s, hippies started swarming the churches, blah blah blah. And in any sense or form, I'm sure we can link our families and our faith back to that. Mm-hmm. Our pastors, whatever. Um, and that was revival. Mm-hmm. That was huge revival. Mm-hmm. You had hippies chopping their hair off getting clean and going to church on Sunday mornings, Mm -hmm. something no one ever could imagine, you know? And so we are a product of that. And so, you know, the elders that we have surrounding us most likely, you know, came out of that or went through it, Mm. you know? And so for us, revival looks like people swarming church. Mm. That's what revival looks like because that's what we've been told it looks like. But that's not at all what it is. Mm -hmm. And I, I truly believe that God wants to use our generation in an extremely creative way yeah. that will bring revival to especially America. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell people all the time, they're like, well, we're waiting for revival. I'm like, well, have you heard about China? Yeah. Brazil? Yeah. They've been having revival for years, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. revival. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're last.
2: <laughs>
3: like, yeah. like yeah. Uh, The United States is last compared yeah. to the rest of the world. Like, it's already happening. Mm. We're just last, yeah. you know. But I, I truly believe that revival is It's not at all going to look like just people swarming churches. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this... Because God, like you said, is a creative God. Yeah. And why would he do it the same way again? Mm. Right. That's not who he is. <laughs> right. He's like, all right, that was cool. Yo, Gabriel, check this out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. that's who he is. He yeah. loves creating it. And so I truly believe that the next revival is going to be driven by a very creative generation, which is who we are. Yeah. You know, mm. it's going to look way different, right. way different. Which right.
1: is, I see, I see it as almost the opposite. It's like if everyone was rushing to church, well, now it's... We've got that core group, and you know we have our own struggles, but now we're gonna go out. Yeah, and that's what we need to do because yeah. we're out on the world so much more with social media. Yeah, exactly. It's just, everything is just right there, right. and you can. There's instant gratification of everything, mm. and I just think it, it's gonna take going out there and evangelizing. But mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why
0: I think it's like so cool, just to have these conversations on the show. Like I, I feel so honored that I get to have these conversations more often because it's so cool to hear stories of like what people like you guys are doing online. Yeah. Um, and whether it looks like, you know, I'm, I'm posting my music and through conversations and through relationships that I've built, I'm be able to like literally tell people about Jesus and mm. like, they can see that in my life or some other people that we've had on the show of like, no, I'm like straight up just preaching, preaching the word on online Amen. and having, thousands of people talk about or like come to christ and whatever like mm-hmm. that's both of those ways are creative ways and like it's crazy and and not only is it is it crazy because it's happening like sure there's like televangelism happened back in the whatever yeah. 50 years ago <laughs> but but there's a whole new wave and now it's like you don't have to be a well-known preacher to share the word online like there are 15 14 20 year old people online sharing their faith with their friends they don't have to have a massive following no, they really. can have a hundred followers and they can say hey like hey friends most pro- most likely the hundred people are their friends if they're on, on Instagram Yeah, friends like this is like this is part of who I am and whether that comes out through music whether that comes out through um, conversations like it's so cool to see what God is doing in creative ways um, through people and um, and then I think like something that Ben you're saying is like there comes a point where, okay, I can just live my life, but you also have to be obedient with the doors that open, Amen. right? Mm-hmm. Like, so so this guy who reached out from South Africa, you were obedient to Christ by following through with that. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point, yeah, like, if you have a million followers, you can't follow up with every single message, but, like, you have to be obedient in at least some way of, like, okay, God's opening a door for a conversation, Let's take that step. Like, don't just say, oh, okay, I'm just, like, I'm just going to put on music and, like, that's it. Like, you're not doing that. That's not the message that you're sharing. Yeah. You're saying, mm-hmm. I'm putting on music, and it's it's honoring to God. And, sure, maybe it's not directly saying Jesus, you know, yeah. but at the same time, I'm using that opportunity to allow doors to be opened and to walk through those doors so yeah. that I can continue mm-hmm. to share my faith with my community of people who are around me yeah, um, yeah so i think i think that's huge i think that's like so so important um okay let's talk about this real quick yeah. unless you, you want to throw in I no just, okay cool um <laughs> so so especially now with like what's going on for you guys like things are popping off a little bit more it's getting a little crazy out yeah here, homie you know. <laughs> um what like talk a little bit especially as Musicians, how there are so like there's music. The music industry, there's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of like just temptation in it to like be. It's all, okay. Oh, look at me. Like I'm growing. I'm awesome. I'm really good. Like there's a lot of temptation in in many many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like fame or fortune or whatever that might mean, and especially now that you guys are growing in terms of your following. Uh, I think as that grows, the temptation also grows. So how do you like, how have you been able to walk through that? What's that been like? Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Me first. Okay. Um, (laughs) For me. um, Well, one thing that comes to mind is I really like to take social media breaks Mm. because I think that it is just, they're just such dopamine machines, you know, and it's just so built to like get you to keep looking at it. And especially with these whole likes, you know, and, so, as I said, you know, my likes go up, and, and I think your own vanity rises. And then it just – all all that happens is I'm more jealous of – I mean, I, I think of me and Ben. I could easily just be so jealous of Ben. Yeah. And, you Especially know, being best friends. You're, right. like,
0: so easy to compare. Right. Yeah. Um, but
1: it's like, you know, we talk about this all the time, how we have our own strengths, and we have our own walk with God. Mm-hmm. And it's it, – even though – you know, people literally think we're brothers because we're so similar in some ways. I mean, we have such different walks in our life. Yeah. Yeah. And I just try to, you know, when I find myself in those times where it's like, oh man, I just, I, w- I want to get more followers. I want to make more money. Mm-hmm. I want to quit my job so I can go be famous or whatever. Yeah. That's the most extreme, you know, but that, I mean, that pops into my head and to the head of anyone who's in this kind of business. Yeah. And the what I try to do is step back and say, no hold on, how about, thank you, God, thank mm-hmm. you that I woke up today mm-hmm. and was able to take a breath of fresh air and, you know, and greet my family and everything. So, that's where I, I like to just delete everything and just focus back on my prayer and just, like, hold on, I'm I'm nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dirt, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's, that's, this whole thing, I mean, it means nothing. Yeah. You know, just imagine if Instagram was taken away right now. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's, so. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I mean, yeah, so that's real. that's, yeah, that's kind of how I try to approach it. I guess is just remembering remembering who I am, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, it's like saying I'm dirt. I mean, as in, you know, obviously I'm I'm just a creation of God. I'm just I'm literally here just to praise Him. Mm-hmm. It's not about me and not about building me up to being something better than anyone else. Yeah. And I definitely you know, I, I think I, I go through that more too with, um, with my youth ministry. Cause now I'm kind of, you know, I'm the face in front of everyone. Everyone knows yeah. me. Um, I would say the kids like me, you know, I'm pretty high energy and lead in worship and all that. So I need to kind of, you know, make sure I'm, I'm humble with that. And along with that, I think it, it extends to, um, I don't know if we were talking about this here or was it earlier, but how, yeah, I think it was earlier. We were talking about how it's hard not to take everything on by yourself and, I, I kind of I was really humbled because, you know, one of my team members was like, um, hey, like, let me help you. Let me help you out more. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, that's fine. You know, I, I can do it. You know, but I kind of thought back and and God kind of like just put this on my in my, you know, in my heart. Like, you know, you're being prideful, mm-hmm. like you're 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 trying to be like you can do it all yourself. Why, why do you think that? Yeah. Is it because you think you're better than them or is it because you? you know you're so great because you have all these experiences yeah. so that's been a big thing for me is just like really working on I I don't think I think people would probably perceive me as humble but I think that I've I've found these deeper issues of pride in my life that um I've needed to deal with that have been that have been brought on by these kind of things so you know it's it's good what God reveals in in the good times and the hard times yeah. I think yeah, that's huge.
0: I think, I think it's like in Proverbs – I know it's in Proverbs. I can't tell you the chapter number at the top of my head. Why? It's
2: like, <laughs> Why, bro? <laughs> but like,
0: but I, it's it's that verse of the pride comes before the fall. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, and Absolutely. And it's like that's such a – I think that can be such a killer in terms of like, all right, I'm going to let my pride take over. And uh, like you're saying a little bit here, if, if we let that take over, that could end – our ministry that could end our relationship oh my gosh. with God, really, because now we are like praising ourselves, and it's because I'm so awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. So, danger,
1: yeah, yeah and it it's sneaks true. in. I mean, Satan, you know, he sneaks it in because, well, it looks great, okay. I'm, I went from taking my church to having barely going anything on with the youth to now we're doing all these Bible studies a month and yeah. getting together, yeah. and that's great. But if it's, it, you know, it could be me or it could be anyone, but mm-hmm. if that pride is sneaking in, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right, it's just like it's just like planting a bomb in it. <laughs> It's scary. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm realizing it early on, you know.
0: Yeah. It's huge. It's awesome,
3: yeah. man. Ben, how about you, man? Um, yeah, man. <laughs> That's a, it's a that. tough question. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean as I said earlier, I'm I'm the most humble person I know. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you're good. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> so next
3: next question. No. Yeah. Um no, I, I think I would be lying to you if I told you I didn't love attention. Yeah. And so would mm-hmm. everyone else on earth. Yeah, right. Um now there there are multiple forms of attention. Mm-hmm. And you know, the him and, and, and a few other friends have so many times just been like, Come on, you like that. Mm-hmm. And, I'm <laughs> like, and I'm like, I don't. Like I'm serious, like mm-hmm. I really do not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Certain forms, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. Sure. Um but yeah, I, it's funny. It's like we associate so many different things with and that's just how humans work, but with, with who people are and what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've struggled a large part of my life with people thinking that I think that I'm perfect and amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, I mean, as a pastor's kid, right. Yeah. Growing up through that. And then in the middle school, that's when I, you know, started becoming known as a singer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then on to high school. And again, you look at anybody famous and people go, oh, they think they're perfect You know what I mean? Oh, they think that they're, they think that they're, you know. And I've told Matt all the time, um, humans are not good at empathizing. We're not. Mm -hmm. What we do is we place ourselves in their shoes and then we react to how we would react in their situation. You know what I mean? So if you tell me, if you tell me that I have a big ego because I have 10,000 followers on Instagram, what you're telling me is, if you have 10,000 followers on Instagram, you're going to have a big ego. Yeah, That's what you're telling me. You know strange. what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So, yeah, I I think it all it all leads back to it. It's so funny. I always remember this. Again, I was like five or six, and I started singing. And we would do church plays and whatever. And, I mean, almost every practice, my dad would go, Ben, it's not the Ben Lane show. It's not the Ben Lane show. Yeah. And I, I used to laugh at it, and I would also get mad yeah, because, like, <laughs> I was too young to understand ego and I, I wanted it to be the Ben Lane show. You know what I mean? So it, it grew from that to meeting Matt, who is <laughs> prob- probably one of my biggest, uh, what would you say, critics? Critics? Well,
1: Na- that's a harsh way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. we keep no, no, each no. other We keep each yeah, other yeah, yeah. accountable. In a loving way. Yeah, this
3: is yeah. all out of love. Right. All out of love. But really, I mean, like, he's always keeping me in check, mm. you know. And then I met my manager, who – I mean, he he makes fun of Danny Goki to Danny Goki's face. Like, I'm serious. Like, he just doesn't care. You know what I mean? And so I I have him who is always... And so I've always had... And it's not um, anything besides God placing these people in my life to just make sure... Now, has it worked 100%? Absolutely not. (laughs) Like, no, not at all, you know? Um, But on top of that, um, there are moments where... I'll be leading worship at a church, right? And I just like look out at the audience and I see people and I see their lives changing on their face or in the tears in their eyes or their hands being raised. I see that. And I just break down. Like, I just break down. And in that moment, I haven't haven't yet found out. I'm going to say it's definitely God because it's good. (laughs) But in that moment, I think of all... the the messed up things that I've ever done in my life Mm. and I just think who am I to think that I could do that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean who am I because I'm a messed up person like I'm not going to you know talk about it (laughs) on the podcast or probably ever in you know in person Mm. but like I'm messed up like I've done some crazy stupid things I have hurt so many people all because of you know my own decisions to to do what i please you know um but i am truly i mean i've had people well who do you think you are like uh, th- there's this one um critic i like to call him who, who's just like you know they're a horrible person Penn's a horrible person <laughs> oh and i'm like you don't even know the half of it <laughs> like seriously like wow. you you like we barely know each other and wow. you think i'm horrible Jeez. like <sighs> Wait till you wait till I sit you down and tell you how horrible I am. Like you, if you knew, you would never be friends with me. You know what I mean? And so it's with that knowledge, and it's just with that kind of awareness of of who I am and what I struggle with, yep. that in that moment where a human being could very easily go, look at what I've done. Yep. You know, in that moment when I've got three thousand people in front of me, mm-hmm. I just can't do it. Yeah. I can't yeah. I cannot go wow i'm I'm great, mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. and again do i do I struggle with ego, do I struggle with with wanting yeah attention and mm-hmm. absolutely because I'm human, mm-hmm. but when it boils down to it, I am sure, and i I tell people all the time I have a very, very, very simple faith, very simple, mm-hmm. it's like, and it's just I think I get it from my dad because he's he's got a simple faith, mm-hmm. but to me, it's like, okay, let's look at this situation. I'm a horrible person. I'm screwed up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And these people's lives are changing. It ain't cuz of me. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so but, it's an easy equation. Yeah, it's so so vessel, it goes back to being a vessel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that's so why good. like like Matt just said like we are meant to just just rid mm-hmm. ourselves and we never will be until we enter the gates of heaven. Mm-hmm. Like if you think that you can be and this is especially for people who you know might not know christianity or church or christ as well as as others if you've ever met a christian who has expressed perfection to you because they're a christian they're not a christian <laughs> yeah. they're yeah. not right. because christianity is not about that mm-hmm. christianity is not about that mm-hmm. christianity is about the fact that i'm a horrible person and i used to completely like break people mm-hmm. and disrupt their lives with my decisions mm-hmm. And now I've got Christ in me. That's that's Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. So leading back to your thing, will there always be temptations? Yeah. I don't think money will ever be a temptation. Mm. I really don't. Mm. And that's just like I told you earlier today because of my upbringing. My parents showed me love, hope, peace, kindness, happiness, joy, all those things without there being any type of money to support that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, do I like nice stuff? Yeah. You can, I mean, my manager, my manager is always like... Oh, you could be doing that if you didn't buy all the shoes you made. (laughs) I love shoe stuff, but I don't think that that will ever, you know, especially when it comes to taking me away from Christ. I just, I can say, no, I don't think that that will happen because Mm -hmm. now, you know, this is God. This isn't Ben saying I'm too perfect for money to, I'm just saying, like, I truly believe that 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 wouldn't be a temptation. But when it comes to fame and stuff, yeah, I think we're all subtly chasing that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, but to shy away from it, I don't make myself the reason I do what I do. Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't make that TikTok video for myself. I didn't write that song for myself. Mm. I didn't post that picture for myself. I, I did all that in hopes that in the end, the glorification of Christ would come through it mm. in any way possible. You know, And I think that when you make Christ the reason you do, that's what it can lead to. It's not, what can I gain from this? You know, it's i'd use this kind of thing um i think
1: well i think the devil has just come into society so strong with that um where I'm, i'm thinking of uh you know how we're kind of been raised especially this generation we've been raised to like you need to go to college so you can get a good job and make a lot of money and just that right there is like that that destroys peace i feel like in this country you know it's like that's, that's our goal, and so then when it comes with it comes to, like, an opportunity of fame where you can make lots of money, it's, like, even more tempting for everyone, and I just think that's how Satan has kind of just dipped into this culture and just weaved his way through with everything with that. Um, so that's a big thing where I, I think that's being in this, what we're doing. It just requires so much prayer against that temptation mm-hmm. because, I mean, Satan sees people who God created as so talented as like an amazing person to go after like Ben is just an amazing person for Satan to just try to try to get in. And, and so, you know, that's, that's where a lot of my prayers are, whether it's for myself or for, for other people is just, you know, let's pray against that, uh, against those spirits because that's, that's really what's, what's holding us from God. But it's good to know that, you know, if we just put our trust in him, nothing is going to break us away from that. Hmm.
0: I think what's so cool about this conversation that we're having is, like, there's, there's a theme that I'm kind of noticing in, in everything that has been said, um, and really at the heart of it is, like, Jesus at the center. Mm. You know, like, that's, like, if Jesus is at the center of your life, if he's at the center of everything that you're doing, whether it's music, whether it's just going to school, whether it's going to work, whatever it is, like, if that is not the case, if he is not the center of everything in your life, like, that is where you will start to maybe do things for the wrong reasons or do the wrong things or live in a way because you're like Ben you were saying earlier like if he is at the center everything that you are who like you're saying like it's not just about what you do but like who you are what how am I like being God's vessel if he is not in the center of that Mm -hmm. that's going to really like throw me off the wayside here and I love that because that's that's something that i really try to live by like whether it's i'm at the gym or whether it's doing this podcast or whether it's loving my wife or how i respond in anger like how what is everything that i'm doing is it centered around christ or is it not and Mm -hmm. if it is everything that we can do can be a proclamation of of christ and his goodness and his love and his uh desire to be uh with us and and in us and through us and so i love that i think it's so good it's so good um any any like kind of like last words or revelations or things that you want to just like share with our listeners or audience people who are following along something that you want to inspire just to, us with
3: yeah no just to top that off really that mm. thought um god god is so simple mm. um he's a he's a mastermind right and i mean it, it's it's look at your your finger like He's a mastermind. Yeah, like, right. that's clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's given us such simple direction. Mm-hmm. And as humans, we, we tend to just, just take the simplicity out of things because we don't truly believe that it's possible. Mm-hmm. If something is so simple with such great reward, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I tell people all the time, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. All other things will be added unto you seek ye first the kingdom of god and all other things will be added unto you yep. there's a huge difference between knowledge and revelation hmm. i grew up i could quote you that verse when i was 10. sure mm-hmm. i grew up with that verse mm-hmm. but it wasn't until god slapped me across the face and he said you've been seeking my plans for you and you haven't been seeking me yeah. and i'm like you know and it it was this huge revelation Mm -hmm. right and in that moment in sense that's my goal is to seek him Mm -hmm. and there's so much to seek bro like every Mm -hmm. day he is he is so intricate Mm -hmm. you know as simple as our directions are he's such an intricate father literally every day you can learn something new Mm -hmm. every day you can grow closer to him Mm -hmm. he's created us for that Mm -hmm. like he is He's directed us to do so. And it's like, it's not like we're going to be bored (laughs) chasing him, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, off of, off of what you were saying, like, and I told Kika, I didn't want to go into detail and I'm not going to, but with that video popping off and and with that song doing really well, I had some offers from, if I told you who they were, you would know them by name kind of thing. Um, and I was able to say no to them yeah, crazy. Um, because and I told them I told these people my reason mm-hmm. because I want to per- pursue the glorification of Christ. Yeah. I want to get people saved. And I can so easily say a year ago, I wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. because I'd look at that opportunity. I'd go that much money that that platform. Yeah, this is totally. Yeah. yeah. Like God's plan is coming to Pat. You know what I yeah. mean? Because yeah. I was so focused on what God's plan was. That's so good. Mm-hmm. But when I left that behind mm. and I just started focusing on so Christ, good. I was finally in a place where I could give be given that offer yeah. and just say no. That's crazy. Because now God is here. So God is, you know wow. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so really, uh, don't overcomplicate it, bro. Mm. Like, mm. <sighs> wow. we love to overcomplicate it. Mm. We, we really do. We love to just overcomplicate everything. And if there's one thing that I want whoever listens to this to take away from it, it's just seek Christ. Yeah. Like, chase Christ. Because guess what? When you're doing that, your lemonade pitcher is going to start overflowing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you won't have to post a thing on your story, you will, and it will do crazy things. Mm-hmm. But you won't be thinking about that. Mm. You won't be thinking of what you need to do. Now, the Bible says faith without works is, is dead. That doesn't mean sit on your couch and pray daily, 24-7, yeah. and read your Bible. Yeah. Like, that's not what that means. Mm-hmm. But when you are in a place where you have a decision, chase Christ and nothing else. And yeah. and from that, I'm telling you right now, the fruit of that, like I said, a reply to a comment mm-hmm. changed someone's life. Yeah. That's the fruit of what I'm saying right now, mm. you know, and it, it's, it's just incredible. It's so, again, it's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple and, and we're just like, we have to, so, mm. so yeah, chase, just chase Christ. Yeah. Delve into what that looks like for you, mm. you know, there's, there's plenty in the Bible about what that looks like, mm. but delve into what that looks like and, and just really stop worrying, mm. stop worrying about what kind of degree you're going to get. Let that be a part of your life because it's important. It's mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But just make Christ what you do, why you do, yeah. how you do. Yeah. And from that, I'm telling you right now, like right now, your life is just going to be like, whoa. Like this This past month and a half has been like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. It's a whirlwind. Right. And you can ask Matt, both of us have just been like, what is going on? But it's because I finally came to a place where I was able to go, God you do what you want to do i'm just focused on you yeah and, and he is wow. and it's <laughs>
2: it's crazy so good.
3: you so know good. wow yeah it's yeah yeah thanks for sharing that man amen.
0: crazy yeah. crazy
2: stuff amen i guess the other thing that
0: i would hear is god slapping
3: you across the face Dude, he, <laughs> loves to do, he loves to do it bro ah, she kind of hurts people <laughs> and i'll make this very short but people love to just like again there's this western idea and and, and i i told churches this and I tell Matt all the time. I hate when people call God good. Mm. Oh my gosh. Like, no, bro. Like, like a burrito at Chipotle is good. <laughs> right? No, like right, really. Sure, yeah. Like, yo, that was a good movie. Yeah. Like, yo, that was a good time. Mm. Like that's a good burrito. <laughs> like that's good, bro. Yeah, 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 and you're saying God is good? Yeah. Come on now. Right. Like and I, I tell people I called I call God <laughs> dope. I call God rad. I call right. God whack. Because my my definition of whack is good, like yeah, crazy yeah, good, yeah, and like sometimes <laughs> someone will like tell me a testimony. And I'm like, bro, God's whack, bro, because it's good. But like really, like, oh my gosh, what what brought me to this? What was I thinking?
0: Said um, slap you in the
3: face. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know, normally when I say that, people are like, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the God you I serve. No <laughs> like way. he yeah. slaps me in the face yeah. sometimes. Yeah. He corrects me sometimes. Yeah. Like, and it's just you know we have this preconceived, but that's for another that's for another time. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: um. Yeah, man. So good. Amen. So good. The only thing I'd say is I think what's helped me so much with my faith is those day-to-day things that I, I kind of touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think what what really kind of makes me go back and, like, see how God is working through me is when I'm in a situation with someone where what they're doing is, like, just absolutely frustrating me. And mm-hmm. I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. But what comes out of my mouth is joy and peace. That's, like... I'm like, whoa, like that's not me, mm. and especially not the old me that, you know. So that's that's a big thing I would say is just try to just see where God is working in your life mm. and then like, okay, let's look at that. Mm. What is what is this? What does this mean? Mm. Yeah, that's the big thing I would say. But absolutely just with it goes back to being Jesus at the center. Yeah, is, the day-to-day. Yeah, Everything. In the day-to-day. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Getting your groceries. Yeah.
3: Getting your groceries. Driving. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. Amen. Worship God. Amen. glorify God. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you guys. Thank Man. you for uh, thank you.
0: coming out. Um, thank you. The <laughs> you guys are awesome. It's so good to see you guys again. And uh, thank you to you guys for for watching and listening. Uh, it's been so good to, to follow along through this journey. Um, and hey, if this has been in any way, shape, or form helpful, if you feel inspired, uh, or if you even have any questions or comments, uh, let us know and um, and let us know what you want to see more of and hear more of. We'd love to. Amen. We'd love to do that. Um, so again, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for coming
2: out, and we'll see you guys on the next episode of Thank you.
3: Okay. When I was a kid, I was just young and naive. I wore my heart on my sleeve.